Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Hey, good afternoon. Thanks for being with us. The Tuesday edition here of The Ride Home. So we're a little chilly out there right now, but you just heard... Uh, 84 in a couple of days? Yeah. We're back again. Yeah. Very, very nice. Which is kind of nutty. I got went uh, outside through my garage, and I thought I was going to get blown over. This it was morning. that. It was that just this afternoon. Mm. Last night, we were both at a live show downtown mm-hmm. at the Bayam, and on the way there, a uh, like big construction sign got blown over, and... It, I, I'm I'm trying not to exaggerate, but it could have killed somebody. Really? I mean, it was incredible how much wind was coming down Sixth Street. Mm-hmm. So I, I'll be happier maybe when some calmer temperatures. Prevail. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very nice. Yeah, we did. We were in downtown last night, uh, Nickel Creek. What a show! Man, we were at the Byam Theater. It was a sellout crowd. Fabulous. Really, what a fun, fun. What an outrageously talented group of people we saw on that stage. Yeah. Seriously, it blew my mind. Gabby Moreno was the opening act, mm-hmm. Guatemalan-born uh, songwriter, singer, guitarist, who I'd never heard of. Yeah, and he did, did a wonderful, really a great job, what spectacular voice. Gorgeous voice. And then when Nickel Creek came out, I'm, look, I'm not a big fan. A bluegrass. I, I am. Well, I'm kind of a fan of bluegrass, but I'm not a big fan of theirs. Okay. I just haven't listened to them all that much. Yeah. Um, we love I've them. heard more Chris Teeley on his own. Oh, okay. And so that's why I decided to get tickets. You you and your wife have been fans for yeah, years. Yeah, for a long time. I was so glad I went. Mm, of course. Man, what a show. It was an enthusiastic crowd. I mean, uh, what? Heavy YEP feel to it. Probably. I don't know. There was yeah. some earthy, nutty crunchiness yeah, well, of course, in all sectors. Bluegrass, mm-hmm. right? Uh, almost exclusively white. Oh, yeah. Uh a ton of people who were deep fans. Like they would play like the first note of a song and people we, would be yelling. You would hear um, while they were like, they would, you know, tune up in yeah. between songs. I kept on hearing the same song over again. And I was thinking, when are you going to play that? When are you going to play oh. that? When are you going to play that? And they played it for the encore. Oh. <laughs> and you were like, finally. Oh, I knew it was. Yeah, we knew it was coming. Well, it was just really, really great. Yeah. Were you surprised at how windy it was getting to uh, the Bayam? Oh, we were soaking wet. Well, not soaking wet, but we were certainly wet by the time we got there. Yeah, and cold. And and I made a vow. You know, well, here's my vow. I'm not turning the furnace back on again. Yeah. Well, that went away. Yeah. I turned it on last night. Boy, you don't keep your promises. Yeah, it was just too cold. Burr, burr, yeah, burr. It was yeah. yeah, it was super cold. Anyway, so three cheers for Nickel Creek. Mm-hmm. Um, before we go on with the news today, which I know you're about to set me up for. Yep. Just want to say how sad we were to hear about the death of Charles Stanley. Oh, my gosh. I mean, you talk about one of the greats over the many, many decades. Uh, of course, here on Word FM, for, mm-hmm. for since the radio station started, Charles Stanley in touch. Yep, and of course, a friend of the network for a long, long time. Yep. When I think about Charles Stanley, what I think about is, you know, when you're, you know, in the old days when you would move your cable to, you know, switch channels from one to the other. You'd always see Charles Stanley, mm-hmm. and I'd stop and, and listen. Well, I imagine if I'm doing that, many, many people who had never darkened the door of a church would go by Charles Stanley and would they know him just by that. Yeah. Right? So you think about the ministry of how many people Charles Stanley has brought to Christ. And, of course, his teaching, superb, rock mm-hmm. solid. Uh, certainly yeah, one and of a the presence stalwarts. on TV and radio for decades. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Sorry to hear it. He passed away this morning at 730 at the age of 90. Yeah. So God bless Charles Stanley uh, yeah. in heaven. At, yeah, a right, long, long, productive life. Very much so. So for all of you who love Charles Stanley, um, our thoughts are with you as yes, well. Yes, and we're going to make it available here, uh, a place you can go online and leave your condolences to the mm-hmm. Stanley family. And uh, we'll give you those details as they unfold. But it just uh, Charles Stanley just passed this morning. So without further ado, Kath, let's look at the, uh, the news of the day. Uh, give us, please, the top four at four. For Tuesday, April 18th, 2023, number one, a Moscow court today, John, upheld the detention of Wall Street Journal reporter Evan Gershkovich, arrested while on a reporting trip last month and held on an allegation of espionage that the Journal and the U.S. government both deny. Reading here from today's Wall Street Journal, um, after a closed hearing, 31-year-old Mr. Gerskovich was denied bail, ordered held in the Russian capital Lefortovo prison pending trial. Um, the U.S. government has designated Mr. Gerskovich as wrongfully detained and called for his immediate release. The charges are baseless, say uh, Lynn Tracy, who was allowed consular access to him. We call on the Russian Federation to immediately release him. She also called for the release of Paul Whelan, another American being held by Russia. Ahead of the judge's ruling, Mr. Gerskovich was shown pacing inside the dock, a transparent box used to hold defendants in Russian courts and conferring with his lawyers. He was clad in a blue plaid shirt and faded jeans before the start of the proceedings. Read more about Mr. Gerskovich and what's going on in today's journal. Number two. Thousands of people assembled today, John, at the former site of Auschwitz for the March of the Living, a yearly Holocaust remembrance march that falls this year on the eve of the 80th anniversary of the outbreak of the Warsaw Ghetto Uprising. Participants in the event included Holocaust survivors who lived through the agony of Auschwitz or one of the other death camps where the Nazis sought to exterminate the Jewish population of Europe. Some attendees, including people from Israel and people from the United States, came face to face for the first time with something that has long been part of their psyche. The watchtowers, uh, remains of the gas chambers, John, the huge piles of shoes, suitcases, other objects still there. German forces established Auschwitz after they invaded and occupied Poland and killed more than 1.1 million people there. More about that in today's ABC News. Number three. Dominion Voting Systems pressing its claim before a jury that Fox News aired baseless accusations about the company that the network knew were false. The trial began today with selection of jury and lawyers for both sides delivered their opening statements. The 12-person jury includes six men and six women, 12 others selected as alternates. Um, Blah, blah, blah. The trial comes two years after Dominion filed its lawsuit against Fox News, and the case tests the bounds of the First Amendment, John, while highlighting the allegations amplified by former president and his allies, that's Trump and his friends, that the 2020 presidential election was stolen. Dominion suing Fox and its parent company for $1.6 billion. Wow. And number four, McDonald's making some tweaks to its signature Big Mac and classic cheeseburgers. They include some things I'll tell you about in a minute, and that's your top four at four. Do you want to know? I was in town last night, and um, there's one McDonald's left in downtown Pittsburgh. And it's closing. Yeah, and I thought it was already closed. But I was surprised it was still there. Yeah. Was anybody in it? 
Yeah, there were. There was, you know, some people milling about. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, there's a McDonald's down here at the bottom of the hill here. Yes. Right? Um, I, I got to say, I haven't been to McDonald's in a long time. Not that I don't love me a, a McDonald's. Sure. When you go, if you go. Do you have a standard um, issue? Well, uh, now because I'm try, I try to be healthy. I would get one of their salads, which are not bad. I've gotten those through a uh, drive-through. I've had those before. Yeah, I don't think they're bad. There's like no. a Southwest variety yeah, right. that can be tasty. Um, if I was throwing health to the wind, yeah, like you're on a road trip and you go, okay, well, I'll, clearly I'll it would be a Big Mac and fries. A Big Mac. Yes. I'm not a Big Mac fan because because of the sauce. I'm just doing a quarter pounder. A quarter pounder is not as delicious to me because it's really? minus sauce. See, that three-bun thing in the Big Mac. You think it's untidy? It's too much. What do I need the third bun? Because it gives you another, uh, another layer. layer to put sauce on. No. Because the reason you're going to the sandwich is for the sauce. So you need vehicle. <clears throat> it's a throwback for me. I don't need it. I do the quarter pounder with cheese. An order of fries and a large Coke. I'm good to go. I w- Again, if health was not a concern, yeah. I would do the Big Mac fries and mm. I would do a vanilla milkshake. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because <laughs> that's okay. delicious. So wait, so McDonald's making some changes? Caramelized onions, okay. softer, softer buns, and melted cheese instead of the room temperature <clears throat> cheese slices added on burgers now. Melted, wait, is it cheese whiz then? Probably. Yeah, of course. Which means it has to be, it has to have lots of artificial crap in it to keep well, it. Well, I think McDonald's it, is like, right. you know, all organic, all, right, I'm all that saying. stuff. I'm just saying. Oh, uh, yeah. Big Macs will also come with more Big Mac sauce, which is what everyone. Is buddy's going yeah, for. Yeah, that's what mm-hmm. I'm, I mean, that's the whole reason I'm there. Yeah. Lex, what are you going for? You go to McDonald's, you pull it in, what, what's your order? I just get a McChicken, I'll be honest. McChicken? That's all I got. It's so cheap, so that's what I get. A McChi- what is a McChicken? Yeah, there? what is that? It's just a chicken patty. Lettuce, mayo, just, you know, slapped together. Okay. Barely cohesive. <laughs> all right, it's fine. And it's like $2, and that's oh, okay. all I need. Okay. Never had it. Do they still have the dollar menu? No. Well, kind of, but not really. Okay. Okay, well, listen, it says here in this article I'm reading uh, by Insider that McDonald's has rebranded its crispy chicken sandwich. Are you familiar with that, Lex? Is it, that's a step up. Yeah, that's like their fancy schmancy one. Oh, okay. It's not, you, can't oh, yeah. be, you can't be it's getting the, into that. That one's like a lot more money. Right. You, oh, you don't okay. hear that phrase a lot, McDonald's fancy schmancy. It just no. really, well, they don't go so Well, there's also it. here a, uh, the Bacon Ranch McCrispy mm. and the Bacon Ranch Deluxe McCrispy. Making me hungry. I want to go to McDonald's for I dinner. Know. Listen, this is what Chad Schaefer said. He's the Senior Director of Culinary Innovation. Chad. At McDonald's. He mm. said, quote, we found that small changes like tweaking our process to get hotter, meltier cheese and adjusting our grill settings for a better sear added up to a big difference in making our burgers more flavorful mm-hmm. than ever. Okay. All right. Now I'm hungry. Let's go to McDonald's. We'll take a quick break. We're going to come back. What about the combination of fries with milkshake? No, I'm not doing that. Oh, you don't like that? No, no. Oh, my God. Becoming a sending parent. That's next. 101.5 WORD. You're listening now, so we know you're a fan of the radio station. I am a big fan. And we want you to know that we appreciate you. I am your number one fan. 
That's why we've developed the Word FM Fan Club. It's free to join, and once you do, you can take part in exclusive surveys and contests. Hey, I love contests. Special offers. Great giveaways. Discounts. Freebies. I'd like to win one of these contests. Become a member today. Go to wordfm.com slash fan club and sign up. We're big fans. People ask me sometimes, Lance, I'm worried about my finances, and I feel bad because I shouldn't be worried, right? I realize that inflation is going to be eating up money. I've got to do something to get around this crazy stock market and Biden's spending spree. Gold has, since the beginning of time, been the resource that God's people have relied on. The silver is mine and the gold is mine, is what the prophet Haggai said during a time of great shaking. To protect your retirement, I recommend that you diversify your 401k or IRA right out of paper assets and into physical gold. And the best way to do that is with Gold IRA from the Birch Gold Group. I want you to text the words FAITH, F-A-I-T-H, to 989898 and get a free info kit on Gold IRAs. There's no strings attached to this, so just text FAITH, F-A-I-T-H, to 989898 and see what I've discovered here about gold and its ability to stabilize your investment and create a storage of wealth for you in unsteady times. Spring is in the air. Spring is everywhere. Hi, it's me, Marcia, from the Spring House. And spring is a great time of year on both our farm and our store. It kicks off with farm tours, and we just love sharing our farm with all those precious young folks. Graduation party season and wedding and shower season start up now, too. So my sister Jill and her catering crew are on the road in our Red Spring House vans almost every day, delivering homemade country cooking to families all over the Tri-County area. My brother Sam and his farm guys are busy this time of year planting corn and pumpkins and hay, along with getting the cows milked and fed two times a day, too. The Springhouse store crew loves serving all the families that come to visit, to enjoy our homemade lunches and suppers, to take a zing down our hillside slide, and to top off their experience with a Springhouse ice cream concoction like a strawberry ice cream shortcake. Come see us and let us share a little of our farm with you at the Springhouse. 724-228-3339 or springhousemarket.com. Trip to Europe. Visit all 30 Major League Baseball stadiums. Go skydiving. Okay, so you know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Tune into Your Retirement Blueprint with Kurt Kenotic and Ethan Lane of Accurate Solutions Group Saturdays at 10 a.m. to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do the things you've always dreamt about doing in retirement. Listen every Saturday morning at 10 to Your Retirement Blueprint with Accurate Solutions Group. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. Have you heard the phrase, sending parent? I haven't heard the phrase sending parent. I've heard the the, uh, term sending church. Sending church. This is a sending Mm -hmm. church, which I, I know what that means. And so by extrapolation... There you go. Maybe we should ask our guest what sending parent means. Our guest is Bradley Bell. He's a former missionary who serves as the lead pastor at Antioch Church in Louisville, Kentucky, senior editor at the Upstream Collective, and also the author of The Sending Church Defined. He wrote at brokenmythology.org, and he wrote a really excellent piece at the Gospel Coalition about being a sending parent. And Bradley, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. It's great to be here. So help us to uh, arrange terms in our head. How do you see a definition of ascending parent? I think ascending parent is someone who, from the birth of their child, has a vision for that child, not just simply being protected from the world, but eventually being sent into the world 
to become all that God created them to be, which then means that some of them, by God's grace, will be missionaries, those who want to actually go into another culture to proclaim the good news of Jesus. Yeah. So yourself, Bradley, as I introduce you, a former missionary, were you raised as a sending child? <laughs> or as a sent no, child? No, not at all. I was actually raised on a farm in rural Kentucky, and so my world was very small, but God moved in my life in such a way that during college, I became introduced to what he was doing around the world, and it called my heart, and I sensed him calling me. And for my parents, it was very difficult, but they came around, and they eventually were very supportive of my going, even though it was really hard for them. Interesting. Okay, so let's let's back up a little bit then, because uh, as you uh, talked about in this article about being a sending parent, you described this this initiation, I would say, or a, a ceremony where there's two mm-hmm. arrows, right? Um, describe that, and, and what's that like for you as you proceed with this ceremony? Sure. So we call it child dedication at our church. And around the time that I was writing the article, we were having a child dedication. A couple of families were dedicating their uh, their babies. And so we had heard this vision from another church in Texas, and they gave arrows to these young parents at the child dedication as a way to pull from Psalm 127 and saying, hey, these are arrows that have been put into your core, mm. but this is not a defensive posture. This is a that you're taking the offensive. You, you're going to be sending out these arrows someday. And so as a symbol of that, we gave arrows to these two families. Fabulous. So that intentionality, how, how old were the children and, and the, the, the parents and the families? How old, how old were they? Sure. Both of them were newborns. Oh. Um, so, you know, little, little babies, and these were both brand new parents. So, especially for the brand new parents, um, by, by going through the ceremony, by having the kind of outlook that you have, are they looking at their job as raising up the baby differently than maybe they would have before? Yeah, I hope so. I think in the dangerous world that we live in and parents who are feeling the weight of really shepherding their children well, uh, it's easy to take on a defensive perspective uh, to be very fearful. And the thought of your child going into another country, maybe a country that's hostile to Christianity even, is, uh, is a scary thing. But we want them to get that vision from the very beginning so that someday when their child would maybe say to them, hey, I, I want to go overseas for a semester or a summer or for the rest of my life, the parent isn't surprised, but they're delighted. And they can say, well, we've been praying for today since since you were born. <laughs> That's cool. Bradley Bell's with us. He's a pastor at Antioch Church in Louisville, Kentucky. So then let's go back then, Bradley, to, to your introduction to say to your parents, Jesus is my Lord and Savior, and I'm leaving you, and I'm going to go overseas and be part of a mission. Yeah, that was such a heavy thing to tell my parents because I love them so much. In fact, for me, the biggest hurdle to going overseas was the thought of leaving behind my parents. And for them, they wanted the best for me. They wanted God's will in my life, but it was seriously painful for them to think about 
their, you know, grown up son, but probably to them a little boy, yeah. um, going off to a country that uh, pretty dangerous, pretty scary. And would he ever come back? Would they see me again? So it was, it was very challenging for them and for me to tell them. I bet. So then how, how yeah. old were you and how, where did you go and how long did you stay? Sure. So I was a senior in college. So um, can't say publicly the country that I went to just because of sure. security, but it was in the Horn of Africa. Okay. Yeah. And you stayed for how long? I was there for three years. The plan was to never come back, <laughs> but the Lord had other plans. I came home, got married, and uh, have been in Louisville, Kentucky ever since uh, with my wife and uh, now four daughters. Excellent. Yeah. Okay. So um, you're, how old are your daughters? Eight, six, four, and wow. eight months. Wow. wow. And That's all four of them are named after a missionary. <laughs> really? Who, after who? So the first one, Elizabeth, is named after Elizabeth Elliot. Got it. The second one, Charlotte, comes from Lottie Moon. <laughs> the third one is Annalise Ama. Her middle name is Ama, and that was the affectionate name that uh, people gave to Amy Carmichael, who served okay. in India. And then our uh, most recent little one is Madeline Phoebe. Madeline comes from uh, Magdala, so Mary of uh, Mary Magdalene. And then Phoebe is the the woman of Romans 16 that Paul commends because she yeah. was very likely the one who carried the, the book of Romans, the letter, right? Church of, yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Talk about a woman who must have known what she was talking about. That's like, that's so scary <laughs> to contemplate, isn't it? Absolutely. So there absolutely. you are, Bradley. So you, you say, you know, the intentionality of sending a child into a dangerous world and, you know, just by coincidence, we're talking to you in Louisville, Kentucky, and yeah. our, our heartbreaks for you and your city, um, the yes. murders here within, you know, within a, believers being persecuted, believers being yeah. mur and murdered. There's a dangerous world right in your hometown as well as my hometown. Yeah, it really is true. Um, on Monday morning of last week, I had just dropped my girls off at school and I literally had the thought following Nashville of, is, could it be that something would happen today here at this school oh my. where my girls are? And then in the next hour, I'm standing in front of the TV, and it's happening downtown. And even now, tears just come into my eyes because, you know, this is, this is our city um, where this, this is happening. And it really has been heartbreaking for um, our our church for our city, but a reminder as to why we want to be a sending church because of how much the the world needs the good news of Jesus. Is there anything that people who um, believe and trust in Jesus and you know care for you guys could do um, for your city for for people, churches, schools there? Yeah, the biggest thing is to pray. Um, to pray for our city, to pray for our churches. Um, you know, it's hard to know how to respond in ways that are are practical and tangible. And yet Louisville is small enough that it's easy to have connections to people who are directly affected. And even in my own church, there's a family who has a direct connection. 
And so there are opportunities to minister within the church and outside the church as the Lord brings those um, opportunities up. And so pray for us that we would know how to respond and that we would be faithful to respond. Amen. Hey, Bradley, before you leave us, I have one last question for you. Uh, We're going to open up our phone lines in just a minute after uh, the commercial break coming up. And we're going to ask our listeners um, what things they're doing or maybe in hindsight wish they did um, to equip their kids for what God has for them. And so I guess since you're in the middle of your child rearing, uh, yeah, with four little girls, talk to us about what things you're doing to kind of get your kids ready. Sure. Well, there are the big things that I always think of. It's like take your children cross-culturally, mm-hmm. and that can happen in your own city yeah. because the nations are among us. So take them to a neighborhood that has lots of people from the nations, or take them to literally to another nation and walk with them through that. And that's the big thing. But simple thing is pray over them every night when you put them to bed and just pray, God, would you help this child to become all that you created him or her to be? I think that's a beautiful prayer. It's a surrender to what the Lord would want to do through that child's life, maybe even as a missionary someday. Wonderful. Bradley, thank you. Yeah, we appreciate meeting you. Yeah, you guys too. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, our very best to you and everyone in Lexington. Bradley Bell, he's a former missionary. He serves as the lead pastor at Antioch Church in Louisville, Kentucky. His book is called Descending Church Defined. Yes. Descending Church to find a broken missiology.org. You'll find Bradley Bell. This is Kathy Emmons. John and I are grateful for the encouragement we have from all of our advertisers and especially our friends at Grove City College. Thanks to everyone at Grove City for supporting the ride home. People ask me sometimes, Lance, I'm worried about my finances and I feel bad because I shouldn't be worried, right? I realize that inflation is going to be eating up money. I've got to do something to get around this crazy stock market and Biden's spending spree. Gold has, since the beginning of time, been the resource that God's people have relied on. The silver is mine and the gold is mine, is what the prophet Haggai said during a time of great shaking. To protect your retirement, I recommend that you diversify your 401k or IRA right out of paper assets and into physical gold. And the best way to do that is with Gold IRA from the Birch Gold Group. I want you to text the words FAITH, F-A-I-T-H, to 989898 and get a free info kit on gold IRAs. There's no strings attached to this, so just text FAITH, F-A-I-T-H, to 989898 and see what I've discovered here about gold and its ability to stabilize your investment and create a storage of wealth for you in unsteady times. Tens of thousands affected by the toxic water at Camp Lejeune are left with death, cancer, Parkinson's, dementia, birth defects, and other serious illnesses. And along with the harm, so many worries. My family drank the Camp Lejeune water. What if our health gets worse and we need more financial help? How do I protect my VA benefits and get the compensation I deserve and need? The answer is simple. Call James Harris Law, the experienced, trusted law firm that can get you significant compensation while protecting all your VA benefits. We're already fighting for hundreds of Marines, families, and civilians who drank Camp Lejeune water. But if you miss the deadline, you could forever lose your right to the justice you deserve. So call our Camp Lejeune legal helpline now. Now may be your last chance to receive full compensation. Don't delay. 
Call 800-299-7878. That's 800-299-7878. 800-299-7878. Roofing, siding, or remodeling? Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker, too. Plus, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Factory default passwords for computers, tablets, and smartphones may expose your devices to hackers. So create your own passwords with at least eight characters containing a combination of upper and lowercase letters, numbers, and symbols. For added security, consider using password management services, which are often available for free. A public service message from the Consumer Electronics Association. It'll be breezy this evening, otherwise partly cloudy tonight. Early vegetation can be damaged by a frost or freeze. Make sure to cover up that vegetation if you need to. The low 33, partly sunny skies for tomorrow. The high 64, partly cloudy tomorrow night with a low of 48. Very warm Thursday, temperatures approaching near record highs with times of clouds and sun. Great day to be outside, the high 84. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Pray over your children as they sleep and pray that they they become all that God created mm-hmm. them to be. Yep. They end up in the places God wants them to be, that they're prepared yeah. and ready and are witnesses for Praying the Praying over your children. Mm-hmm. Did you do that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. my gosh. I still do that. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Um, we're going to open up the phone lines and we're going to ask you about stuff like that about praying over your kids. What are you doing? Um, Or in hindsight, what did you do or what should you have done to equip your kids to be uh, powerful people in the world once they leave your house? 800-320-8255. 800-320-8255. Our conversation that we just had with Bradley Bell was about becoming a sending parent, which is, you know, parenting your kids intentionally with, intentionally, with the knowledge that they're, you're going to send them out into the world to um, stand for Christ, to be uh, loving, merciful examples of who God is. And how are you getting them ready? What are you doing? Right. We'd love to hear from you at 800-320-8255. I think, you know, uh, raising a child in the 21st century, a lot of people, and rightfully so, you're concerned about how does your child make their way in the world, right? Yeah, where are they? Are they going to go to college? Are they going to go to a trade school? Are they going to go to youth group? Right. Once Will they a mature week? and be able to take care of themselves? Right. Are they going to go to Sunday school? Are they going to have, you know, friends who have good morals? Are they going to have friends that are fun? Are they like, what's going to happen? Right. I I think probably, you know, uh, most of the world, most of the us here in this country, in the U.S., I'll just say that you're worried about probably the economic viability of your child to make to make his way. Wouldn't you say? I think so. For a lot of people. Listen, we just saw that uh, survey that came out. I think it was Gallup. That was talking about the things that are most that parents are most concerned for yeah. in the lives of their kids that are still at home, and economic viability 
was much more a concern for them than anything. Any, anything. That's the way of the world, yeah. right? Now, of course, you, you want your child to be self-sustaining, right? That, that's your job as a parent, to push the child out of the nest, so to speak, and so the child's able to stand on his own two feet. However, as a believer in Jesus, there's a, a much deeper component to this than economics. And that's really, I think, what we're talking about. Oh, this yeah. is the crux there's of the a, conversation. There's a much bigger world than how much money you make or how little debt you have. Not that those things aren't important. No, of course not. But they're not nearly as important as the fact that in that your child in their heart of hearts is called by God by name and knows that to know him. That's that's what it's about. Right. So we're curious about your skill set, your conversation with your children, your intentionality, uh, whether your kids a, a year or a year old or whether your child is 41 years old. What did you do that was good? What are you currently doing? What do you wish you did differently? Yeah, right. Just as a means of iron sharpening iron here. We're curious about that. Give us a call, would you please? 800-320-8255. 800-320-8255. What are you doing to prepare your kid to go out into the world and to be a light in the darkness? We'll take a quick break. Mm -hmm. We would hope you to join us in this conversation to help each other understand and to raise a generation to send our children out in this world. 800-320-8255. We'll be right back. This is Pittsburgh's Christian Talk. It's Word FM. We're right home. 101.5 WORD. Okay, everybody in the car. Where are we going, Daddy? On an adventure. Yay! Adventures in Odyssey. It's not just a kid's show. It's a show the whole family can enjoy. Listen on this station. Adventures in Odyssey, tonight at 8 on 101.5 Word FM, W-O-R-D. Doing it right. Roofing, siding, remodeling. Specializing in roof replacements for churches and places of worship for nearly 40 years. For the church roof replacement specialists in Pittsburgh and the surrounding area, call 724-NEW-ROOF today for a free quote. Hi, friends. Tom Lewis for Cross International with a great big thank you to everyone who gave in our campaign to reach, rescue, and bring hope and the gospel to children right there in Haiti, Guatemala, and Nicaragua through Cross International Partners. Your gifts are literally transforming lives. Now, there's still some work to be done. A lot of children waiting to be fed for the next year, receive clean water, a Christian education, other life-saving resources, and there's room for you to call right now, 866 866- Six eight zero six two nine seven seven. We still got a lot of children in this campaign that need your help. You can give on the web as well at wordfm.com, the Cross International banner. Or one more time, here's the number to call, 866-806-2977. Contact the text group for details and restrictions. Attention anyone that owes money to the IRS. The IRS has restarted aggressive enforcement actions against taxpayers who owe back taxes that were temporarily suspended for COVID. If you owe $10,000 or more, you must hear this because now is the time to clear your IRS tax debt. A special toll-free number has been established so you can stop penalty fees, avoid liens, levies, or other hostile measures by the IRS. Call the tax group right now at 800-792-4730. The tax group will provide you with the maximum protection afforded by law. I got behind on my taxes and owed $48,000. I didn't know what to do. I called and they got my bill lowered to just $3,500. I owed $87,000 in taxes and it was scary. I got the amount I owed down to just $3,500. 
I saved $83,500. If you owe money to the IRS, don't wait another day. Call 800-792-4730 right now before the IRS enforces liens, levies, and other aggressive measures. The call and consult are absolutely free. Call now. Call 800-792-4730. 800-792-4730. 800-792-4730. Roofing, siding, or remodeling? Want it done right? Call doing it right. 724 New Roof. Let's face it, we love Alexa. And we'd love to let her find your favorite radio station. This one, of course. She could find us easier if we taught her a simple skill. To get started, simply say, Alexa, enable the word Pittsburgh skill. And after she confirms, you can then say, Alexa, play the word Pittsburgh. That's all you have to do. And Alexa will learn how to find us. You can listen to us through your Amazon Echo, Echo Show, Echo Dot, and Amazon Tap devices. Alexa, what is your favorite radio station? That's easy. Word 101.5. doing as a parent currently or what things do you wish you did with your kids to equip them to live as Christians in the world 800-320-8255 phone lines are open we'd love to hear from you 800-320-8255 let's go to Jim start us off hey Hey, Jim Jim. hi John and Kathy Um, there's a great uh, topic here and I'll try to be concise and organized as I can be here but I have three kids They're currently from 20 to 25. So right now, my main my main job is being a prayerful parent, um, and I, I believe I do good with that. But I will say, when I look back at my time, I think that when they were younger, maybe up to the teen years, I thought did a great job of uh, you know modeling faith at the top of the list for them and walking through. Um, you know, life with Christ with them. But I think I, I I look back as they moved through teen years, I got a little bit fearful, maybe prideful, and started looking at results-driven, maybe worldly results-driven, because mm-hmm. you're looking at college coming up or whatever. And I, I think back to that, and I think I was, I, I lost focus and became too worldly concerned. And I think that took the eye off the ball. And because of that, I only have one out of three that are saved right now and two that are far away. Um, I know, you know, with the Spirit, all can be changed and come back and be saved and mm-hmm. have Christ as Lord and Savior. But I just think that um, that intentionality, I, I wish I was better at that and not trying to be so controlling through those teen years because they have their own lives and the Lord knows the path that's ahead. And I think when you go out in front, and try and take off, you know, the, the detours that maybe they're on, you're not really being helpful. And uh, trying to put my own goals upon my children, I don't think is the smartest thing either. So right. um, some things good, but some things not so good. For you sure. know what, Jim, that's the story of every single parent. <laughs> we're nodding our head, Jim. Oh my gosh, the whole time the you're boat. talking, we're like, yeah, yeah been me. there, been there. Yeah, it's not like you wake up in the morning and you think, oh, I'm going to screw up my kid. <laughs> for sure, yeah. I, I mean, you know, right. <laughs> and there are things, you know, I wish I could have, should have, but I, yeah. I didn't like, just like you, I feel the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, don't you look back? I mean, I look back at my parents' parenting and my mm-hmm. own brothers and sisters, and I think, oh, th- that went on. And here we are now, some 40 or 50 years later, and this is where we are as a family. And, you know, none of us were perfect. My parents, you know, uh, tried hard right. like you did. Yep. And, yep. you know, yep. and everybody sure. kind of did yep. their own little journey, but everybody came back. You know, I, I'm yeah. happy to report yeah. that. That's not always the case. But 
They know you love them, don't they? Absolutely. That's what I need to I, I show them love and I pray for them. And whether one prayed for or not, I tell them I'm praying for you. And they respect that. But, you know, love, you know, love has to be there. And um, in God's time, you know, I pray they, they, they come back and, and accept salvation through Christ. Yeah. Thanks for the phone call, Jim. Yeah, Jim, that's good. Appreciate All right. It. 800-320-8255. What are you doing to uh, raise your kids to be ready? for um for a future as as a christian in a complicated world mm-hmm. uh or looking back on it what do you wish you would have done let's go to line three hey uh, sue hey sue hi uh, this is sue evan city pennsylvania and i love your show thank Listen you sue. To it all the time um my kids are 41 and 38 have kids of their own um, I think the most important thing that you can do with your kids is not just take them to church, but go with them, get them involved in a youth group, get them involved in starting when they're young all the way up to uh, high school and college. Keep them in church. And um, I think uh, my one daughter is uh, saved, both her, she and her husband, and they love the Lord and they serve him really well. My son and his wife have both been saved and baptized, but they do not go to church. They don't take their kids to church, and it just kills me. I yeah. think if I had, I think if I had could have been able to do anything better, it would have been just praying more and and showing them through my example um, of reading the Bible, reading the Word, and staying close to the Lord and. I did that somewhat, but I don't think I did it enough. And it's almost too late. It's not too late. It's never too late, right. God. <laughs> but um, I just uh, I pray that they come back and their kids get to go to church and get to find Christ before they get too old. Yeah. That's my that's my prayer. Thank you, so, Sue. That's thank good. you for your phone You're call. Welcome. You're welcome. Eight hundred three two zero. Eight two five five. Eight hundred three two zero. Eight two five five. What are you doing as a parent mm-hmm. to? to ensure that your kids are continuing to take that walk, to be with Jesus, right? I mean, our our last guest, when those kids were born, very intentional about that. And like I said, I think nobody wants to think, oh, you know, I intentionally messed my kids up. Of course not. Right? No. But we have all messed our kids up. That's part of being a fallen person and being a parent. It's a hard pill to swallow, isn't it? It is. I think, boy, I screwed that up big time. It is. I remember saying to my kids, once they got into like junior high, I used to every once in a while say, well, you know what? Just keep in mind that you're going to have some therapy in your future. Because <laughs> you're going to have to sort through all these things I've done to you, okay? Well, I, I, you don't mean it. No, you're, you don't you're mean faulty. it. You're faulty. You're fallible. I mean, you it's know, what it is. Both of my your... kids have therapists, and I tell them, just talk it all out. Talk it out. <laughs> Speak the truth, would I you please? A, I was a complicated parent. 800-320-8255. You know, whether the, your kids, like, I, I love that. You know, your kids are growing up and you're still talking about them, praying about them, mm-hmm. you know, that whole thing. Uh, it's very, very complex. Uh, let's go back to the phones. Um, anonymous, thanks for being with us. What are your thoughts? What's your story? Hello? Hello? Mm. Can you hear me? Oh, oh, there we there go. There we go, sir. Yeah, hey, you're on the air. You got me now? You yes, got sir. me now? Yep. Yeah. Hey, th- thank you, first of all, for what you do. I've been listening to you ever since you guys have been on the air. I've called in. I decided to be anonymous this time about my kids. Uh, sure. You guys are great. I'm an evangelist for John and Kathy as well as for Jesus. <laughs> I tell everybody to listen to your show as great. much as I possibly can. That's because sweet. Thank you. You two, you two, I didn't mean to, I wasn't going to talk about this, but I'm going to build you up. Oh. You, God uses you two 
to strengthen Christians. And I just want to thank you for probably thousands and thousands of people out there who just think the world of you, and we feel like we're kind of a part of your families in ways. Thanks. So thank you very much. That's very kind. Very kind uh, my of you children, to say that. That's sweet. You're welcome. My, my children are 27, 25, and 23, a boy and two girls, all graduated, Kathy, John, from the University of Pittsburgh. Nice. As I, I, have a mas- <laughs> I have a master's degree in education from Pitt, and um, I, I'm a minister, uh, and I, I echo some of the things that the people just said. I, I just wrote down a, li- a little list at the a red light that I was at. I'm on my way home. But uh, the first thing was just those first 10 years, I tell young parents, are so crucial. You sacrifice your time and energy to spend time with those kids, uh, to just show them how much that you love them. And, you know, one thing that my kids said that, that really has helped them is when I messed up, I have a, I have a bad temper, inherited it from my father, I'm the youngest of seven sons. I'm the seventh son. And um, anyway, my kids said that, Dad, when you messed up and you lost your cool with us, they said sometimes you were rightful in doing that. Other times we had no clue why you were yelling at us. But uh, I I would break down and I would forgive them. I I can remember my middle child, Olivia, telling me just a few months ago uh, she'll never forget when she was in, like, third grade, Something happened in the morning. She was lying to me. She's a, she's an elementary school counselor now in Charlotte, North Carolina, and doing great things. But um, she said, you, you, you were yelling at me that morning about something, and I just remember – I don't remember what it was about. I just remember you coming to the school, and I asked the principal to get her out of class, and I got down on my knees in the hallway and was crying and asking her to forgive me for acting like such an idiot. I, I shouldn't have acted like that. And she, she never forgot that. And, um, you know, so that, that was just one thing, spending time with them. And then uh, I was fortunate. I'm blessed. All three of my kids tested into the gifted program and they're all very intelligent. And I told them, Hey, be grateful for, for relatives who had good genetics, you know, and um, uh, intelligence is often, you know, that's a lot that has a lot to do with it. But we tried to stress education, my wife and I, and I told them, just don't ever think that you're better than other people because you're smarter. And I said, you're just different in the way you think and to whom much is given, much is expected. And God's going to want you to use that intelligence to you know, further his kingdom while you're, you're going through school. I prayed with them every night. My wife and I read to them every night until they were probably at the end of elementary school. And we pray, I prayed with them some extemporaneous prayers. Yep. Uh, some of them were from a prayer book by a man named William Barclay. He was a theologian and professor in, in England of New Testament, I believe. And then there's a man named John Bailey who has a diary of private prayer from 100 oh, yeah. years ago. Oh, yeah, I have that. And I, it's beautiful, Kathy. Yeah. I still use it as part of my devotional every day, evening and morning prayer. I shared those prayers with them. Uh, so those were some of the things that, that helped me. My, my son's a software engineer um, at 27. My middle one, as I said, is a, a, a elementary school counselor. My youngest is uh, applying to be a physician's assistant. And they're all believers. Um, two of them go to church regularly. Uh, the other one doesn't, but we talk about Christ all the time. Um, even in, in their 20s, and they said, Dad, you and Mom lived it. You know, as a minister, I've done a lot of funerals for family members. Uh, the majority of my family are non-believers, my family of origin and extended family. So I've done a lot of funerals for, for people in our family, and they saw me do that. You know, my their grandmother, both of their grandmothers, their grandfather, and uh, 
other people. So those are just some of the things that were great. I wish I wouldn't have lost my temper so much. I did not make my children go to church, even as a minister, when they hit junior high. I left it up to them. And they would come sporadically. And um, so I probably did things that some people say, oh, that's not good. But it worked out for us. And they're, you know, they're, they're just all strong believers. And uh, it's been great. Well, that was a lot. And we That's really good. much, we very much appreciate you sharing all that with us. Yeah, thanks, Marlon. I mean, that, that, that was a lot. I liked how he talked about the importance of asking forgiveness from your kids. That's so key. Yeah. Isn't it? It really is. I mean, well, one thing I take, uh, have in common here, I, I'll get, I get angry with my kids. My, my kids now, one's 25, one's uh, 22. And and they'll bring that up. Like, remember that time you got mad and blah blah. Oh, and I was like, uh, I know I I don't remember that. Uh, you know, like old things will come back, and you go, Oh, really? I I did that. Yeah. That just happened the other day, and I've been thinking about. That. And I kind of want to like dig deeper into the story, but I also don't want to because you, know <laughs> you mean? don't want to hear what it was. Right. All yeah. right, we need to take a break. When we come back, um, we can continue on a conversation. If you want to give us a call, eight hundred three two zero eight two five five. Noble Gold Investments has made it their mission to stay on top of the most important economic news. Three bank runs in the last month. These are the second largest and third largest runs in history. The government is taking steps to guarantee all deposits. That means more money printing. Plus, the Fed is sitting on unrealized losses of $1.2 trillion on their $8.3 trillion bond portfolio. And the Fed will continue to raise interest rates even if they tank the economy. Do you know who are the only ones not? Not afraid? The ones that are invested in gold with Noble Gold Investments. Gold is the most stable asset outside of any government control. Thousands have approached Noble Gold Investments to get their hands on gold. Hurry and go to noblegoldinvestments.com to secure your wealth now. Use AIN Network as promo code if you want to get a free 5-ounce America the Beautiful coin with each gold or silver IRA if you qualify. noblegoldinvestments.com noblegoldinvestments.com Rama Christian School is enrolling now. Rama is a private school in Moon Township serving children in preschool through eighth grade. Recognized for its commitment to a biblically integrated curriculum that nurtures a Christian worldview and academic excellence, Rama aims to develop the whole child spiritually, physically, mentally, emotionally, and socially. Rama is a true community of families who desire to raise up the next generation of godly leaders, also offering programs for homeschool families. For tuition and enrollment information, visit RamaChristianSchool.org. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-333-1750. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-333-1750. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-333-1750. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. 
He's on meds, too. Call 800-333-1750. 800-333-1750. Looking for some extra income? Get competitive pay and flexible hours as a school bus driver with A1 Transit. Providing safe, reliable, affordable transportation throughout the tri-state since 1989. Perfect for retirees. This fun, family-run company offers free CDL classes and a sign-on bonus. Must be 24 years or older to apply and must complete a background check. A1 Transit in Lawrenceville. To apply in person, call 412-781-6170. That's 412-781-6170. John Fetterman, out of the hospital, back in uh, his office in the U.S. Senate. Mm-hmm. Six weeks in the hospital uh, battling depression. I thought it was eight weeks. I thought it was six. Okay. Could be anyway, wrong. It was a long, it was time. A long time. He was away. Um, he arrived yesterday at the U.S. Capitol wearing his trademark hoodie and gym shorts, which raised a few eyebrows. Now, uh, uh, in his defense, and he doesn't need me f- to defend him, and I'm just saying that he went to his office. He did not appear on the floor of the Senate okay. wearing gym shorts and a hoodie. We, that remains to be seen, right? I don't really – I we're nowhere near as buttoned up as we were before COVID, and we might never go back. <laughs> you got that right, right? However, I, it it seems a little bit like it's, you know, my finger in your eye. When it comes to Fetterman. Oh, I, I don't think that. I don't take that as that. Oh, how do you take it? That he's a giant of a guy and... He doesn't care. Pretty much. Okay. Right? I mean, this... That's probably not the best impression to give off Well, either. I mean, there's a lot to be said about being swept up as the, and this is in quotes, the mayor of Braddock and then transitioning For to sure. the United States Senate. For sure. And apparently, I mean... We don't know the story of the deep depression, but if you're hospitalized for depression, there's a lot of suffering going on. Of course. Oh, my gosh. So my, I, from, I, I'm not going to cast aspersions not, and throw look, rocks I at just, the guy. I, I don't want to throw rocks at the guy either. I do want to say that I don't think that his family or staff had his best interest at heart when they allowed him to continue with that campaign. Probably not. After they saw the prize. Stroke, after, they, after he had a stroke. They should have pulled him out for his own good. Right. For I his mean, own good. There's a lot to be. Okay, yeah. I mean, there was a done deal. He was going to be elected. So they they were probably like, we are not. We're just going to keep on going on because that's the price. And part uh, he indicated this before his hospitalization. Part of his depression is coming to grips with his limitations that are as a result of a stroke that was Speech, never fully hearing. rehabilitated. Right. And he said coming back too quickly I now have permanent damage and I have to come to terms with that, which is super, super. I, I just I, I, I've from the from the night we watched that debate, I with with Oz, I just felt so horribly for that guy. He should never have been in that position. Yeah. You know, here's the deal. Politics has always been weird. It's ramped up to a whole other degree when you have people like John Fetterman or any number of progressives who are driving things that has started to flip this country on its head. Mm hmm. You have to, you have to wonder where we're headed. Well, they're crazy they're, because they're crazy people on the far left and the far right, exactly. and they're every bit as crazy as each other. That's yep. the problem. There's no doubt about that. There are those of us who are striving to maintain some sense of normalcy in the middle. I don't know if we're going to make it.
Word FM, celebrating the life and legacy of Dr. Charles Stanley of In Touch Ministries. We are everywhere on your radio at 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Prominent pastor and Christian broadcaster Dr. Charles Stanley has passed away. Dr. Stanley spent 65 years helping to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ around the world. He was 90 years old. Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas got an earful from disappointed Republicans today as he testified before the Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee. Senator Ron Johnson told Mayorkas some 4 million illegals made their way into the country last year. To put that in perspective, 22 states have populations less than 4 million people. Despite the increase in illegal crossings, Mayorkas said he wanted to make one thing perfectly clear to the panel. Let me, let me um, first communicate a premise, which is we are very, very focused on the security of our border. No, no you're Number- not. No, you're not. I, I don't want to listen to that. So, Senator Johnson calling the Biden administration's handling of the border a failure. Bob Agnew, Capitol Hill. This is SRN News. People ask me. My nieces asked me the other day. What was your favorite movie as a kid? And the obvious answer is The Princess Bride for the sword fighting alone. I don't like the scary eels in that movie. Or the pit of despair. Agree. But in each dreary situation, along comes a saving grace to make the scary a bit better, right? Even the listeners know you're about to do a crazy mortgage analogy. Just get on with it. It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage. And if you're a person who's been thinking new home purchase, but maybe your credit is a bit dreary, or maybe you don't have a ton of money to put down, the government-backed FHA loan just changed the game with a saving grace. The one negative of these loans was the MIP, or insurance premium, you have to pay. But as of this March, that's been slashed by almost 50% which means a lot less money wasted, and depending on the loan size, could save you a couple hundred bucks a month on your mortgage. Inconceivable. We are United Faith Mortgage. United Mortgage Corp, Melbourne, New York. And a number 1330. Pennsylvania Department of Banking and Securities. Mortgage lender license 22672. I always wanted to learn Spanish, but I never thought I'd have the time. Then I discovered Babbel. Babbel's lessons are fun. They only take like 10 or 15 minutes, and in three weeks, presto, you're starting to speak another language, like magic. I love that Babbel's lessons aren't just robots talking. They're voiced by native speakers, so you get the pronunciation just right. If you want to learn a language, there's no faster, easier, better way than Babbel. 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 Go to Babbel.com to try for free. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Babbel.com. And now Martha Stewart for Skechers. When I make a dish or embark on a craft project, I always use the finest, most fabulous ingredients and materials. Which is why, when it comes to footwear, I love Skechers. Because Skechers is the comfort technology company and uses the most luxurious, innovative materials and designs to make wondrously comfortable footwear with all the fits and features like ArchFit and Skechers' world-famous air-cooled memory foam. It's exactly the way I'd make shoes. Find Skechers at a Skechers store, Skechers.com, or wherever stylish footwear where it's sold. Hi friends, Tom Lewis for Cross International with a great big thank you to everyone who gave in our campaign to reach, rescue, and bring hope and the gospel to children right there in Haiti, Guatemala, and Nicaragua through Cross International Partners. Your gifts are literally transforming lives. Now there's still some work to be done. A lot of children waiting to be fed for the next year, receive clean water, a Christian education, other life-saving resources, and there's room for for you to call right now 866-806-2977 
We've still got a lot of children in this campaign that need your help. You can give on the web as well at wordfm.com, the Cross International Banner. Or one more time, here's the number to call, 866-806-2977. It'll be breezy this evening, otherwise partly cloudy tonight. Early vegetation can be damaged by a frost or freeze. Make sure to cover up that vegetation if you need to. The low 33, partly sunny skies for tomorrow. The high 64, partly cloudy tomorrow night with a low of 48. Very warm Thursday, temperatures approaching near record highs with times of clouds and sun. Great day to be outside, the high 84. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Noon greetings. Thanks for coming along today. Five o'clock hour of the uh, Tuesday edition. It's 49 out there. It's not yeah, too bad. and it's going to be 84 in 48 is that, hours. Is that tomorrow? No, I think it's Thursday. If you missed any part of our four o'clock hour, um, including our conversation on becoming a sending parent, which means that as you're raising your kids, you're doing it with intentionality um, to get them ready uh, for what's to come. And um, and by what's to come, I don't mean like something dire, like what's to no, come. Just, I just life. mean like life is hard and uh, believing in God is uh, sometimes can be unpopular and friend groups and work groups, whatever it is, there's a lot to get ready for. And um, so we talked to Bradley about that and then went to the phones. If you'd like to catch up on any of that, you can find our podcast wherever you get your podcasts, The Ride Home with John and Kathy. Also coming up this hour, um, The Ultimate Guide to Bizarre Lies Your Mom Told You. <laughs> did, you mom, did your mom ever tell you crazy lies? Well, I don't know. Oh, because yeah. I probably thought they were true until right now. Well, no, no. You figured it out later on. I mean, okay, well, we'll talk about that okay, at 535. Uh, does this make sense at 525 in just a couple of minutes? Um, exorcism. <laughs> I'm just going to throw Always that a in. a hot topic. There are a couple of movies that are coming out Two now. Two big movies. Two big movies that are out this weekend on the subject of exorcism. Which is weird. So we thought we would, you know, have the conversation Delve into about it. With Tony it. Yeah, Turner. See what people think about that. Plus, it's also National Poetry Month. Mm-hmm. Um, but before we do any of that, John, is, uh, yeah? Is today a day? Is today like National Nacho Day? It's or? probably a day. I no, don't know what no. day it is. You're always pretty good about that. Yeah. Well, except, the, except today. When no, I, I, I believe, it. I usually look at it first thing in the morning. And if it is something, I think I would have. Was worthy. Right. Okay. right. Maybe so it was something that was Anyway, never worthy. mind. <laughs> Let's move it's on usually, with that. Usually the stuff that we talk about off the air. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Trying to put you on the spot. Reading here from CBS News, the Supreme Court today, John, heard arguments in a case that could reverse a decades-old precedent and expand the rights of workers seeking accommodation from employers due to their religious beliefs. This is a case called Groff versus. DeJoy, um, and th- not not the current case. This is the precedent case. A 1970s Supreme Court interpretation of civil rights law that says that employer could cite, quote, undue hardship to deny religious accommodation that would impose more than a minimal cost on the business. So it's kind of like you have the right to your religious conviction, but yes. only to a point until it starts to really get in the way of other people in the workplace. Yeah. 
Okay. I get that. That's from 1970s. Yeah. Um, so the the challenge to it um, is coming up right now. It's a gentleman who is a mail carrier, and uh, he's also in the state of Pennsylvania. Took a job with the U.S. Postal Service uh, in 2012 mm-hmm. as a rural carrier associate. Um and he took it because there was no mail service on th- Sunday, and that was not going to interfere with his commitment, according to his religious faith, to practice the Sabbath. But now? He observes the Sabbath on Sundays, John. Um, won't work on those days. It didn't make any difference at all his first years working for the Postal Service. But after the agency signed an agreement with Amazon in 2013 for Sunday package deliveries, Everything changed. So Quarryville, PA, which is where he works, began Amazon Sunday delivery in 2015. He was exempted from working on Sundays. But in 2016, a year later, the Postal Service entered into a memorandum of understanding governing Sunday and holiday schedules, and he was informed he would have to begin working Sundays. Whose memorandum of understanding was that? That was the Postal Service and the National Rural Letter Carriers Association. Hmm. Yeah. So to trans to avoid working on the Sabbath, he transferred to a smaller station in Holtwood, though that facility began Sunday deliveries a couple of years later. According to court filings, the postmaster refused to exempt Groff from Sunday delivery, but offered to seek volunteers to cover his shifts. Still, he ultimately missed 24 shifts when a replacement carrier couldn't be found. Um, the Postal Service took disciplinary action against him because of his missed days. He ultimately resigned from his role in 2019 and filed a lawsuit against the Postal Service, alleging that it violated Title VII of the Civil Rights Act, which prohibits an employer from discriminating against a worker due to religion. So him resigning, to me, changes things. If he was fired, that's one thing. He resigned why? Because of undue pressure yes. from the Postal Service? He, he, he resigned because he feels like he was being discriminated against and he could not practice his personal beliefs because of his employer who would not accommodate them. The employer is saying... We would be happy to accommodate them, but only to a point. And they're setting the precedent I mentioned, which is from the 1970s. So this case has now been mm-hmm. argued, argued today. before the Supreme Court. Yep. Well, that's fascinating. Yep. All right. So it's just one of those things to be aware of, to keep track of. Um, it won't be till June or the beginning. Well, I would say the end of May to the middle of June before we find out how the Supreme Court is going to rule on all these things. Okay. I mean, for most people. Right, uh, working on Sunday is a is a non issue. Wouldn't you agree? I very much do not agree. You don't Mm-mm. really. I mean, I, oh, what do you? I'm sorry. What do you it's mean? It's not the most people. If people most say, people don't care. Right. Oh, yes. Here's your schedule. For sure. For and sure. This is what you got to yes. do. Right. I mean, this is how it is. We were uh, Sunday, of course. Beautiful afternoon. Sunday afternoon. We were sitting outside. First time we sat outside, enjoying the uh, Sunday paper, mm-hmm. as we were wont to do after church. Uh, maybe five doors down, somebody with a chainsaw. And man, they were at that chainsaw for hours. It must have been, you know, they were going through a forest or something. And I'm thinking, really? Oh, so you didn't like that? No, it hacked me off. Interesting. Why? You, no, I'm not pro working on Sunday here. You mean you mean working on Sunday? Like, so cutting down a tree in your no. yard would be working on Sunday? Yes, 100%. Don't do that. You got six days a week to use your chainsaw. Don't do that on Sunday. Interesting. Okay. Well, that doesn't hack you off? Um, I would not think about that. Oh, really? Huh. Huh. But that doesn't mean that it's right. I mean, or... at least in our neighborhood, there's relative calm. I mean, very few people cut the grass on Sundays. 
Really? Yeah. Lexi, do you do you sense I'm, any of that? Is there any difference in you know, where you, you know live where? on Sundays? Maybe because I cut the grass and do the yard work, I'm very aware of my neighbors and, and their yeah. their practices. That's all. Lex? Um, well, I do know from working in retail that it actually is one of the hardest days to get someone to be scheduled. To fill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because um, that's like a big thing with a lot of people. Like I've heard from other places that like they won't hire someone that says that they can't. Of work course, on a you're messing with the schedule. Yeah, and it messes with the schedule quite a bit, um, which I don't agree with at all. Like, if you can't work a Sunday, you can't work a Sunday. Um, but I also don't agree with, like, I like if someone's mowing the grass outside on a Sunday, I'm like, well, it's nice enough to mow the grass. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I never, I don't notice really? that. As long as no. I am laying down and doing what, you know what I mean? I don't, I don't. Really, no. But that's interesting because, and I think you have the right perspective on it, which is that the Sabbath does influence everybody. Everybody. It's not just for you. It's for the whole community. Right. So we sat outside and I put my headphones in and Mm -hmm. (laughs) tried to pretend like it wasn't happening. Listen to some music. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Different things annoy different people. Listen, if if you're checking out the show for the thousandth time or for the first time and you've never observed the Sabbath. And by observing it, it just means you have never set one week, one day a week aside for not work. Not work. Anyway. Not work. For not work. Specifically Emails. for rest. Specifically. If you have never done that, I can promise you, you have no idea the gift that you're missing. And if you say, well, I, could, I just could never do that because of my schedule. You can do it. You think you can't. I thought I couldn't until I did. And it's been decades now, and my life has changed. I am so much more productive in my week because of that day. So I wonder about this. Okay, so pastors, of course, they're working, Mm -hmm. but they set aside a Sabbath Mm -hmm. day. So that mail carrier, Mm -hmm. he's missing church. He's going to miss church Mm -hmm. if he's got to work on Sunday. That's the problem. Yes, that's the problem. Right. Yeah. But you could make your own Sabbath, but then you exclude yourself from your church family. Right. Right. All right. Answer my own question. And certain denominations <laughs> certain denominations don't look at it as just take one day a week. They're like no, the no. Sabbath is this day the, yeah, and it, that's it. Right. Okay, we uh, we'll take a quick break. We're gonna jump from Sabbath to exorcism. You know, that's just how we roll here on the ride home. 1.5 WORD. Everywhere you go, anywhere you go, Word FM goes with you. That's because we're no longer trapped inside a radio. We're now everywhere you are, and you carry us around in your pocket. We're ubiquitous. There's an app for that, right? On TuneIn, on iHeart, on our own app, on WordFM.com. The iPhone. The iPhone. The iPhone. The iPhone. On your iPad, iPhone, and Android. We're always with you because we're inside your pocket. Whatever you do, don't lose us. 101.5 WORD. Contact the tax group for details and restrictions. Attention anyone that owes money to the IRS. The IRS has restarted aggressive enforcement actions against taxpayers who owe back taxes that were temporarily suspended for COVID. If you owe $10,000 or more, you must hear this because now is the time to clear your IRS tax debt. A special toll-free number has been established so you can stop penalty fees, avoid liens, levies, or other hostile measures by the IRS. Call the tax group right now at 800-792-4730. The tax group will provide you with the maximum protection afforded by law. I got behind on my taxes and owed $48,000. I didn't know what to do. I called and they got my bill lowered to just $3,500. I owed $87,000 in taxes and it was scary. I got the amount I owed down to just $3,500. I saved $83,500. If you owe money to the IRS, 
IRS. Don't wait another day. Call 800-792-4730 right now before the IRS enforces liens, levies, and other aggressive measures. The call and consult are absolutely free. Call now. Call 800-792-4730. Our real goal at RPTS is to train people for ministry. Whether training to be a pastor or just wanting to grow in your walk with God, you'll find what you're looking for at RPTS. We want to see them really grounded in their theological growth. We want it to be heart-directed as well. We want to see students prepared to serve and to love the people of God and develop ministries that we think have a great partnership with the local church. Learn more about the MTS degree program and flexible online options at rpts.edu. At Chilled to Perfection in Oakmont, you can look perfect at any age. Safe, fast, and completely non-invasive. Chilled to Perfection is your all-natural way to target stubborn body fat, age spots, cellulite, acne, hair loss, and more. For a limited time, get a cryoskin treatment in the area of your choice, plus cryofacial for just $249. Defy your age, where your results are their business. Visit ChilledToPerfectionPGH.com today. Trip to Europe. Visit all 30 Major League Baseball stadiums. Go skydiving. Okay, so you know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Tune into Your Retirement Blueprint with Kurt Kenotic and Ethan Lane of Accurate Solutions Group Saturdays at 10 a.m. to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do the things you've always dreamt about doing in retirement. Listen every Saturday morning at 10 to Your Retirement Blueprint with Accurate Solutions Group. Investment advisory services offered through ASG Investment Management, LLC. A couple of weeks ago, Kath and I were talking about um, exorcism. Uh, It's weird because there's two films that are out on the same weekend, two, I would call... Religious horror films. I mean, that's yeah. kind of like the the what's being thrown around. Yeah. Religious mm-hmm. horror films, a showdown over demonic possession. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, I think if you're old enough, you remember the film The Exorcist. This was like 1973 or 1974. It was a worldwide phenomenon. And it was the first, I believe, sort of mainstream conversation or examination or probing into what mm-hmm. exorcism is. Yeah, probably. Um, but since then, there's been a million and one different, you know, crazy cheap horror films about it. Right. But these two seem to be a little different because they're not horror films. Or... Oh, they're horror films. <laughs> oh, look, I've seen the trailer for The Pope's Exorcist. I saw the trailer for The Pope's Exorcist and I saw the trailer for Nefarious. It's horror. I Okay. It's horror. Ne- Nefarious seems a little bit more like... I mean, it's scary suspense, maybe, but I could be wrong. I haven't seen either one. I'm talking trailers only. Right. And that's not my genre. That's not, not a genre that appeals to no, me. No interest. And so I don't, I, I don't go there. When I see stuff like that, I kind of go, I, I don't really want that in my life. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. Right? But millions of people do want it they in their sure lives, and that's why it's going to be a big weekend for both of these right. films. So we were talking about this a couple of weeks ago, and Tony Turner, our good friend Tony, she opined about uh, exorcism from her always very interesting, unique perspective. And so Tony's with us today to opine further. Tony Turner's a, a pastor, a teacher, a counselor. And Tony, friend, welcome back. How you doing? Hi, right, it's always good to see you guys. Always good to see you. All right, so when you heard us talking about exorcism, I think we were introducing the first movie, first of these movies, Nefarious. Uh, no, the Pope's Exorcism. Or Pope's Exorcism. Yeah. I don't know which one we started talking about. What did you think? 
Well, I haven't seen any of those things, but I did see the, uh, the that exorcist, uh, you know. From and the 70s. From the 70s. Yeah. And I got saved in the 70s. And I think that, I'm not sure, but I think it came out just after I got saved. And it was like, when I when you look at it, John and Kathy, it seems like there's just enough of the truth mm-hmm. And then just enough of a lie to throw everybody off center. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what happens. But my sister and I, we, we grew up in a, in an atmosphere where witchcraft was really, you know, it was the way we lived. Really? We, really? Also, we went to church. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I, I never told you about that. No. Yeah. But anyway, we grew up, you know, there were certain things that we would do if we wanted things a certain way. That's called witchcraft. And so, for example, if you came to my house and I didn't want to see you come back to my house, I knew how to keep you out of my house without ever touching you. What? Yeah, you don't want me to go into no, that right no. now. But but I'm saying, you know, just different things that we wanted. Uh, we actually, there was, a, there was a woman in our lives that uh, she was a, a medium. My mother was studying to be a trans medium. My mother was involved with uh, Masonic orders. There's all kinds of, uh, you know, stuff in our background that I knew that the dark I knew that the dark side was the dark side. And it was real. Mm-hmm. I know the power of the dark side. Right. And so that's why I, I was saying there was enough of the dark side in that movie to let you know. And and then after I found Christ, it was like a totally different story. And so uh, I can remember that movie affecting us that really said we got to get closer to God. Now, wait a minute. Now, let's go back. When you said that you were involved in these things that I'm not going to ask you to specify. Because it's too long. Yeah. What shape? How? When you uh, came to Christ, when Christ came to you. Did you all of a sudden think all that has to go or was that a process of education for you? It was a process of education. Yeah, definitely. There were certain things that we knew that we needed to not touch anymore Mm -hmm. if we were going to belong to Christ. And I'm really grateful for that education. As a matter of fact, you know, like I said, I got saved in the 70s. Well, we know how long ago 1975 was. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I won't say that I'm an expert in deliverance. Because I think that it, it has been an ongoing study. It's been an ongoing, you know, looking into it and seeing what really is involved. And I think the one thing that I have learned is that we have a tendency to want to formulize everything. We want to say, well, this is the way it works all the time. And this is what you need to do about it. Or this is not the way it works. Or some people, for some people, it doesn't work at all, that all of this is just fantasy. It can't be real. You have so many different ideas about the whole issue of uh, demonic or uh, satanic things. And Hollywood has as its mission, because one of the things that I did in my you know, uh, varied background is that I did study films for film study for a while. And one of the things I learned is that their mission is to mold the minds of the people that view of society. And so uh, every time you have there's a move of God or that there is something that says, you know, we need to deal with demons uh, or we need to deal with a demonic realm. um, 
there's going to be a movie that comes and, you know, just takes it somewhere else so that we question the word of God. Yeah, I, I agree with all that, Tony. And I would say, you know, since that sort of landmark, The Exorcist film, uh-huh. I wonder how many films have been produced from that time forward that have to do with demonic possession. So much so that it's become sort of mainstream, right? Um, that mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure if people who are interested in horror films, that you know the genre of horror films, they they could probably list off, you know, because there are people who just. I've got a friend who's made his 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 living in the horror film industry, and mm-hmm. I'm sure he could. You and know, I know so- people. I know people that love to be, you know, scared by movies, which is crazy to me. It but is crazy to me. I mean, to me, it's just kind of like garbage in, garbage out. I, I don't want to go mm-hmm. there. But but the nature of the truth of <laughs> Satan who walks among us, evil in this world, and Satan going into people so deeply that they become devils themselves that requires intervention from those who are holy to pull the devil out of us. Yeah, that's fascinating. Yeah, what about the idea, not the not the idea of the film, but the idea the of exorcism. Okay, well, let me just say this first of all. I do not believe that people become devils, but I believe they become devil-ish. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, yes. In other words, I'll there take that is, distinction, sure. Yeah, there is uh, the influence right, of, right, right. you know, if, if if you have given your life to God, okay, he has ownership, right? Yes. So nobody can just go in and steal right. what's his. And so for the enemy to be able to possess a, a Christian, I, I, I don't believe that that's possible. But I do believe what a Christian can do or a non-Christian is open the door yes. for, you know, and invite that in. Through even looking at such films as what you're talking about. Right, I agree, which is one of the reasons why we I, I want to stay away from them, right? I mean, why would I even, even try to tempt that? Exactly, exactly. Um, because, as I said before, there will be enough of the truth there to make you think that all, some of the rest of it might be true. And mm-hmm. what you might be believing is totally a lie. And you might be inviting some things into your life that you really don't want to have to pay the consequences for. Right. What's um, what I'm always curious about is when you see this in mainstream media, that it, it always, in some ways, involves a battle of a Catholic priest versus the evil. Yeah, why isn't like it a Methodist minister? <laughs> right. Well, isn't the Catholic Church the largest Christian denomination? Yes, certainly the oldest. What's the oldest? Uh, you know, yeah, I, worldwide, it's probably the largest. Not the largest in America, but. Okay, but what I'm saying is that that is largely recognized as the church. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. As the Christian church. And so it would stand to reason, you know, and, and you know, we, in, in the, the Protestant, uh, in the Protestant world, we have so many different titles and so many different, you know, things that, but, but the title priest has been from, you know, from the early mm-hmm. biblical days, mm-hmm. you know, so. Uh, that's that's most familiar with people. And that's the way the enemy does is he takes the, the familiar and does what he wants to do with it so that it snags people that want to, you know, that are open to being snagged. Yes. We, we were moving our uh, our youngest into um, his first apartment up at Penn State. And um, 
<laughs> Any parent who's ever had that journey of moving a child into their apartment, I mean, there's a lot of lugging that goes mm-hmm. on. Anyway, the first trip up the four flights of stairs, we uh, stumbled upon literally a Ouija board. That, oh, out uh, in the hall? Yep. Mm-hmm. That someone, had, and there it was, all by its lonesome. And my kid was like, which made me happy, he was like, what's a Ouija board? What's that all about? So we had this long conversation. Now, I remember growing up in the 70s, and, you know, neighbors had Ouija boards. And regularly, Mm -hmm. kids would get together and move that thing around. You know, a lot of it was just, you know, ridiculousness. But, But it does raise the specter of the availability of the entrance of evil into all of our lives. That's absolutely correct. And and when you think of that, the Ouija board is called a game. Yeah. Okay. Or some sort of toy. But that Ouija board has, when, in my experience with deliverance for years, you know, that's one of the questions that I typically will ask someone, you know, do you have a history of using Ouija boards? Mm-hmm. Because that, that is an entrance way. Right. So- we need to take a break. Okay. Can we come back with, with you, Tony? Can you hang with us for a minute? Because when we, we come back, I'd love to ask you about what deliverance looks like. How okay. the process of yeah. it, right? I'm curious yeah. about that. I mean, not a Catholic exorcism. But deliverance. Is that the only way? Or, yeah, is there another path forward from evil? Tony Turner sticks with us. If you're a business owner, imagine getting up to $26,000 per employee. There's still time for business owners to file for the Employee Retention Tax Credit Program. This program is for business owners who continue to pay their W-2 employees during the COVID pandemic. Many businesses qualify and simply do not know it. All business types and industries may qualify. You can claim the credit even if you received a PPP loan. This is a cash payment and not a loan and can be claimed now. The licensed CPAs and tax professionals at DH Tax and Consulting have been serving business owners across the country for over 15 years. The best part is that until you receive your cash payment, you don't pay us a dime. Our tax credit specialists are available now at 833-ERC-FILE and your tax payment estimate is quick, easy, and free. That's 833-ERC-FILE to qualify you and your business for up to $26,000 per W-2 employee for free federal aid. Call us now at 833-ERC-FILE. That's 833-ERC-FILE. Hi, I'm Olivia, and I'm 11. Some people my age might think water in a basement's pretty cool. Who wouldn't want an indoor swimming pool? But my dad taught me a thing or two about homes. You mean all those times I talked about waterproofing. You were actually listening? Absolutely. I'm like Alexa. Okay, so how does JMD Waterproofing protect your home? By keeping water out of the basement so it doesn't compromise the structure of your home. And? By not giving yucky mold and mildew a place to grow. Pretty good. Dad, I wasn't finished. Oh, sorry. And JMD Waterproofing can save you money. Do tell. By saving you from having to replace your basement appliances from water damage. I couldn't have said it better myself. Got water problems? Don't cry. Call 1-800-VERY-DRY. J&D Waterproofing. 1-800-VERY-DRY. Guys, if you're frustrated with online dating, give Pittsburgh Singles a try. If you're between 38 and 43, single, Christian, educated, and family-oriented, Pittsburgh Singles has two particular VIP women you might want to meet. 
These beautiful, educated, local Christian women are looking for the same thing you are, the possibility of forever love with someone who shares their faith and values. Could that be you? Take three easy steps to find out with Pittsburgh's premier matchmaking service at pittsburgh-singles.com. Terry Wardenis here from the Gateway Clipper. The best way to see Pittsburgh is aboard a Three Rivers sightseeing cruise. Join us and experience our city and learn something about it, too. Sales weekends in April and May. Visit gatewayclipper.com for tickets. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, Play the word Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. It'll be breezy this evening, otherwise partly cloudy tonight. Early vegetation can be damaged by a frost or freeze. Make sure to cover up that vegetation if you need to. The low 33, partly sunny skies for tomorrow. The high 64, partly cloudy tomorrow night with a low of 48. Very warm Thursday, temperatures approaching near record highs with times of clouds and sun. Great day to be outside, the high 84. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. Tony Turner with us. She's a Pittsburgh-based pastor, teacher, counselor. We're talking about exorcism as uh, two films are premiering this weekend, A Nefarious and uh, The Pope's Exorcist, starring Russell Crowe. We're not recommending either one of them. It's just caused us to think about the subject. And so we were talking to Tony in a previous segment um, about what uh, kind of dabbling in the occult looks like. Um, Tony, you mentioned that you came to Christ uh, in the 70s, you realized that a lot of the occult things that you were practicing had to be put away. Um, but now you help people um, practice deliverance. What does that actually look like? Okay, so uh, let me let me start by saying that it looks different in a lot of different situations. Um, because there may be, for example, you know, where uh, I'll interview someone, I'll have them fill out a, a form that kind of lets me know what their background is, where there might have been some entrances for, you know, demonic uh, influence, whether it's generational, it could be word curses, it could be, like I said, you know, just watching certain things. It could be abusive situations where, uh, or like generational. Uh, I saw where there was one man who, uh, he had a son he was an older man. He had a son that looked just like him, same name. And they, I mean, this was a whole different generation. One was a rapist and a murderer. His son was a rapist and a murderer. Then they had another son who was found to be a murderer. And so certain things are handed down generationally. Um, and so to say, you know, how exactly does it look or how exactly does it you have to really take it on a, a, a person-to-person basis. But then uh, there have been times when I have, you know, sat down and, you know, uh, worked with, after a lot of training, let me say that, because I, I if, if there were training offered today, I would still go and participate just so if there's anything that I possibly missed, you know, or if there's further insight that I can get, um, then, I, you know, I'm, I'm open to it. And I think it's real important that we don't deal with people who have no experience, but think that because they watched a movie that they can do, <laughs> mm-hmm. that they can uh, exercise a demon. I have actually prayed with people over the phone without even being in their presence. And the Lord delivered them, th- you know, through prayer, through the, 
reading of the word, um, just because the word is truth and the truth shall make you what free. Mm -hmm. And so it, it, I think what's one of the key things that is important is that the people be experienced, but also that the person who needs the deliverance that recognizes that they need deliverance, that they want to be delivered because if they don't, it won't happen. Mm -hmm. Okay. So then just as there are, you know, um, spiritual practices that we follow um, mm-hmm. to to keep us uh, in God's holiness. What, what about the, you know, the further, I mean, is there like, you know, the, the exorcism in some ways is like the, the ultimate push out of evil, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I wonder, you know, just the day-to-day, of course, you know, you're talking about prayer, the necessity of prayer in all of our lives to keep us... Yeah. <sighs> What you're talking about is what, remember when you asked me if I were to title the segment with what I call it? Yes, Good housekeeping. Good housekeeping. Because we are called, we are called, once we accept Jesus, we are God's temple. He lives in us, right? And what the scripture says is when the house is swept clean, when those demons leave, we got to keep that door closed. The scripture says, don't give any place to the devil, right? And so... Uh, how, because when those demons go out, it says that, um, I, I think it's in the book of Mark where it says that the demon will go out and it's looking for someplace else to be because it cannot operate mm-hmm. unless right. it operates through people. Okay. But it looks for someplace else to be. And when it, nests, when it can't find that something else, it wants to go back to familiar territory. Mm-hmm. And so it tries to come back. And so if, it finds that the house is clean and not occupied, right, is right, what the scripture right. says. Right. Then it says, well, let me go in and let me take, let me make it a party. It brings in seven more stronger than itself, which is more dangerous. And so everybody that goes through a cleansing prayer or a deliverance needs to be instructed on how to keep that door closed so that they don't have to suffer that consequence again. And my, I've found that one of the things is, first of all, to ask the Holy Spirit to seal, you know, what has taken place. And but then also to uh, instruct that person to uh, however they possibly can to get as close to the Holy Spirit and keep him in residence as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And all you have to do with him is ask and he'll do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were talking a little bit earlier about, you know, Ouija boards. But look, I mean, in our own hands, in our own pockets, we have the ability to summon evil. Oh, ev- yeah. Right? I mean, th- th- here's your phone. Mm-hmm. So the rise of violent material or pornography or what- whatever, right? It's in all of our lives. There it is. Mm-hmm. So, the t- you know, all that power is summoned daily in not only in our in our own lives, in our children's lives, in our own homes. So that- I'll give you an example, too, of how easy it is. Okay, so I recognize that one of the things that ran in my family as a disease, okay, is gambling. Mm-hmm. Okay, my mother used to play the numbers every day, even before it was made, you know, it was yeah. legal to do. I guess it's legal to do. I don't know. Sure, it's a but anyway. Yeah. Uh, so, but, uh, I recognize that it was a disease. Like, you know, some, some people in my family would even leave their jobs to go to Atlantic city or, Mm -hmm. you know, Las Vegas or somebody and, you know, 
gamble. I mean, after after a certain point, they recognized that there were certain ones of us that didn't that believed gambling was sin. So if we had a family gathering, they'd wait till we left and then they would pull it out, you know. But um, because I recognize that it, it is, and because I recognize the fact that I actually like games, okay, um, I recognize that I'm subject to that kind of uh addiction mm-hmm. if i if i allow it to happen so you know i walk by the lottery the lottery lines you know and it's very tempted when tempting when it's like so many millions of dollars to go and buy a ticket but i wouldn't know what to do with it because sure. i've chosen to keep the door closed yeah tony i wish our time wasn't up but it is thank you for uh thank you for kind of you know I don't know, talking about it with us. Showing just us away. Yeah. Right. Appreciate that. I mean, hey, what... if you ever want to know anything else, just call me on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk more because the, it, it's really quite an exhaustive uh, it is. subject. So what I'll take is don't let the devil in. Mm-hmm. Keep your house clean in all possible ways. Tony Turner. The Lord in residence. WORD. The Word of God. It's bold, it's direct, it cuts across the grain of popular culture. It illuminates the mind and transforms the soul. Its meaning doesn't change. It applies to everyone, everywhere. Hi, friend, this is John MacArthur encouraging you to find out what the Bible means by what it says. Join me for clear teaching from God's compelling Word every Monday through Friday, right here on Grace to You. Tomorrow morning at 7 on 101.5 WORD. If you've heard any of our radio commercials here on Word FM, you know that we like funny stories that make us smile. This is not one of those commercials. I read this week that over one-third of U.S. adults now owe more in credit card debt than they have saved. Add in the fact that milk and gas and kids' clothes and everything is out of control. And I think it's fair to say it's a scary time for a lot of good people. It's Ryan from United Faith Mortgage. If that's you, I do believe a cash-out refinance, pulling out some of the value your home has earned the last few years, could be a saving grace. Yes, mortgage interest rates are up but credit card rates are about three to five times higher. We've helped hundreds of listeners do this, using a cash out to rid of the credit card debt and then saving some extra aside for the road ahead. And it's undoubtedly a life changer for many. If you'd like to chat about your situation, we are United Faith Mortgage. United Mortgage Corp, Melbourne, New York. And a listener 1330. Pennsylvania Department of Banking and Securities. Mortgage lender license 22672. Inflation is pushing up the cost of just about everything. Food, gas, clothing. But life insurance, which thanks to inflation you need now more than ever, actually costs less today than it did a few years ago. Now is the time to get the insurance you need at a price you can afford. Call Select Quote now and we'll help you save more than 50% on term life insurance. In a hurry? Don't worry. With Select Quote, you can get up to $2 million in instant, same day coverage with no medical exam. That's right, get up to $2 million in instant, affordable, same day coverage with no medical exam in under an hour. Call Select Quote now at 1 800 507 2266. That's 1 800 507 2266. Or go to SelectQuote.com now and get up to $2 million in instant, same day coverage with no medical exam. That's 
1-800-507-2266. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. I'm cold. You know why you're cold? Because we need to replace our windows. It's going to be expensive. Well, we lose money every time the wind blows. I don't want to deal with a high-pressure salesperson. Well, our neighbors used energy swing windows and doors, and they love them. Oh, they have over 500 five-star reviews. The Energy Swing is a complete lifetime warranty for a peace of mind guarantee. So if we replace the windows and doors with them, we'll never have to do it again. I'll make an appointment today at energyswingwindows.com. Being a kid and my mom's saying things to us seven kids. Okay. And of course, whatever comes out of your mom's mouth, you would believe as the gospel truth, right? Your mom's not going to lie to you. Your mom's saying it to you. She's not going to lie to you. Right. I mean, she's, especially when you're at those impressionable ages. Yes. You're dependent on mom to help you decipher the world. However, many moms have had used, have used little white lies to help them corral Oh, their kids' behavior. The recalcitrant bunch of seven children in your yes. family. Yes, and not just our family. Families across the world. I saw a piece: the ultimate guide to bizarre lies your mom told oh, you. Oh, all right. Uh, it's from Get Pocket, and so they had more than five hundred submissions about things mom said as you're a kid. But then later on, you grew up and you go, "Wait a second, mom." <laughs> Hold on. Can't be right. So they break it down into different categories. This is a category called lies and cheats. Um, Here's one. A mom said, if you lie to me, I will know. Because when I ask you to look into a bowl of water, I will be able to see your reflection. (laughs) What? That's like Snow White. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Someone says, in order to keep us kids from stealing pennies from water fountains, my mom told us the water was electrified and we would die. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, here. My mom always knew I was when I was fibbing. She said she could tell because I had a black mark on my forehead. My grandma used to say the same thing, and I would run into the mirror to see it, but it was never there. They said I couldn't see it because fibbers eventually go blind. I was scared to death. Mm-hmm. Well, that's like several layers mm-hmm. of deceit there. Yep. Someone says, uh, she could tell I was lying by looking at my tongue. I lived in fear of her telling me to stick out my tongue. Okay. Mm-hmm. Someone says the same thing. I asked my mom about little bumps I would get on my tongue. She told me they were liar's bumps. <laughs> okay, so bread. Bread was a big topic in our family, especially eating the crusts of bread. Okay. Right? Because a lot of kids, you don't eat the crust, right? Um Right, my mom would off. This is a really common thing. If you eat the bread crust, you're gonna have curly hair, and so we, I've never heard that. What? We always wanted curly hair. Of course, none of us had curly hair, but we always ate our bread crust because we thought, well, you know, we're gonna get, yeah. Um. Someone says uh, we were told as children that eating the crust on bread makes your teeth whiter. Mm-hmm. So okay, so this is basically a license for parents to lie to their kids. To exert to control. cajole them to do things, mm-hmm. to control them. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, this, this, this is really interesting to me. The idea of catching birds. We talked about this. This was a really common thing. If you sprinkle salt on a bird's tail, it will sti- sit still and you can catch it. 
I believed that as a kid, probably until I was in junior high. <laughs> so I remember my Graham, she... So that's an old wives' tale. That's not real. That's not a method of control, right? Well, it is because your kids are acting up. What do you do? Oh. You give them a salt shaker, go outside oh, and catch I a bird. Oh, I get it. Oh, I get it. So the kids out there in the yard Striving. chasing after birds, right. trying to get for salt. hours. Exactly. Oh, that's so mean. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite one. Yep. that's mm-hmm. really really good. Um, <clears throat> someone says, uh, "Okay, this is this is uh, from body. This is called body horror lies." Uh, my mother and my friend's mother told us that the inside of our ears would turn black if we were naughty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I don't know why that's mm-hmm. a bad thing. Someone says, my mom said you would get spots like a rotting banana if you didn't go inside immediately. <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. Someone said, my mom said my intestines would rupture if I continued to use my belly as a bongo drum. <laughs> Well, that might be true. Mm-hmm. Someone said, uh, my mom would say that when we drive by a field and we would smell the manure, the fertilizer, you should breathe it in deeply because it's good for your lungs. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, see. Well, th- this, I remember this. Do you remember? Uh, if you, uh, my mom would say, I'm going to unscrew your belly button and your legs are going to fall off. <laughs> no, I never heard that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Mm. Um, technology. Okay, the rise of technology. If you looked at the microwave while it was in use, you would go blind. Okay, I, I did hear that if you looked at the microwave, something terrible would happen. I don't know if it would be blindness, mm-hmm. but certainly something was going to befall you. Right. The t- rise of technology. Mm-hmm. Someone says, my mom told me that jet streams coming from airplanes were actually toilet paper. And that, if I f- <laughs> and that if I fell into the airplane toilet, I would get sucked out along with it. Mm-hmm. Well, why would you tell your kid that? That's just, that's why people have anxiety disorders. Well, that's why there's therapy, right? <clears throat> Someone says uh, about sewing. This kind of goes back to our earlier conversation. My mom said I should never sew on Sunday. Because the devil would make me rip it out with my nose. I was never a seamstress of any kind, but I saw no reason to tempt fate, even when I took up embroidery. That doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's like enforcing the Sabbath. Someone says, uh, <clears throat> this is pretty much the same thing. If you sew on a Sunday, you'll spend eternity in hell picking out the stitches with your nose. Mm-hmm. Now, I always think of this is true. This is kind of funny that this is, if you sit, this is, this is the cold concrete section of Mother Lies. If you sat on the cold cement, you would catch a cold. I always thought that was true. Lexi, did you think about that? Yeah. Mm-hmm, did you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. My mom would tell me like, oh, don't do this. Like, don't go outside without a hat on. You'll catch a cold through your head. Mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. What about um, don't swim uh, until 45 minutes after oh, you eat. Oh, right, of course. Because you'll get you'll cramps. You'll sink like a stone. Or you'll get cramps. We would yeah. sit there like with a clock. I know, we would too. Waiting. Mm-hmm. I think, though, my mother believed that. It wasn't a lie she I was trying to tell me. I think probably most at the time. She thought that was true. Right, everybody did, right? I mean, did Teen ever tell you lies like that, Lex? Oh, all the time. Mm. Good job, <laughs> Teen. Keep it up, keep it up. Uh, well, this, is, this is really common, too. I mean, eating... If you swallowed seeds, the trees would grow in your stomach. 
No, I never. What heard you that. never heard that? No. Really? Hmm. Someone says to deter my brother and me from eating my mom's delicious homemade chocolate chip cookies. She told us the extra crunch to them were really frog legs, but really they were just walnuts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's. Someone says mean. if you don't eat your green vegetables, you'll get yellow jaundice. So the green counteracts. Oh, counteracts that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Someone says, my mom would say, if you don't eat your beans, you'll suffer from something she called lack of beanie. <laughs> That's a serious clinical mm-hmm. problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom told me that sugary foods had little bugs on them, and the bugs like to eat teeth. But if I brushed, then it would take them off. That's, I mean, that's kind of true. Mm-hmm. Oh, someone says, everything on the ice cream truck is poison. <laughs> uh-huh. um, drinking coffee will make hair grow on your no- on your toes. Mm-hmm. Okay, I never heard that either. Uh huh. My hair would turn red if I would drink coffee. Mm-hmm. I didn't hear seriously. I none of these ring as familiar really? to me. Mm-hmm. No, none of them. Really? Okay. No, my parents must have been telling me other. They believe me. They were telling me other things to control me. Okay, this is the dead pet section of lies. Oh no. I was a preschooler when my pet turtle died. Mom had been uh, sick and the turtle was neglected. When mom was better, she told me the turtle was hibernating. I was unaware she replaced the turtle, but one day she had me come to see how my turtle had resumed an active life. She told me the truth when I was an adult in my 40s. Not only had the turtle been replaced once, but many times. <gasps> oh. Mm-hmm. So turtles kept dying, and so she... She kept on replacing them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, if a snapping turtle bit you, it would not let loose until it heard thunder. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of, I mean, this goes What about on. quicksand? When I was little, oh, of course. because of cartoons, you would think. I just thought that quicksand was the worst thing that could befall a person. And it was waiting for me. You saw it Sometime all the time. in my life, it was going to happen. Well, we grew up watching the old Tarzan movies, Johnny Weissmuller. Every Tarzan movie, there was some poor guy. In quicksand. He always fell Terrible. in the quicksand. You knew, oh, don't go in there. Oh, there he goes. Yeah, there and he's going to go, gonna go right. in quicksand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My mom told me that the gum spots on the sidewalk were actually blood from the kids who didn't look before they crossed the street. <laughs> Man. Mm-hmm. That's awful. That is, that's rough. But moms need a little something to help them. Well, you need something. They're anxious kids or yeah. corral their kids in their... You're not advocating lying to your kids, are you? Sometimes. You got to do what you got to do there. Hi friends, Tom Lewis for Cross International with a great big thank you to everyone who gave in our campaign to reach, rescue, and bring hope and the gospel to children right there in Haiti, Guatemala, and Nicaragua through Cross International Partners. Your gifts are literally transforming lives. Now there's still some work to be done. A lot of children waiting to be fed for the next year, receive clean water, a Christian education, other life-saving resources, and there's room for you to call right now, 866-806-2977. We still got a lot of children in this campaign that need your help. You can give on the web as well at wordfm.com, the Cross International Banner. Or one more time, here's the number to call, 866-806-2977.
This is an important notice to consumers facing $10,000 or more in credit card debt, medical bills, or other unsecured debt. You may not be required to pay it all back because there are special programs now in effect that will significantly reduce the amount you will owe if you qualify. This is not bankruptcy or a debt consolidation loan. These programs, which the credit card companies like to keep secret, exist to aid American consumers struggling with overwhelming credit card debt by offering tremendous savings and real debt relief. Accredited Debt Relief has established a special hotline for you to call and learn what savings you qualify for. They've helped qualify consumers with over a billion dollars in debt and are A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. So don't wait. Get the relief you need during these hard economic times. For this free information, call the Accredited Debt Relief Hotline now. Call 800-786-2300. 800-786-2300. That's 800-786-2300. Contact the tax group for details and restrictions. Attention anyone that owes money to the IRS. The IRS has restarted aggressive enforcement actions against taxpayers who owe back taxes that were temporarily suspended for COVID. If you owe $10,000 or more, you must hear this because now is the time to clear your IRS tax debt. A special toll-free number has been established so you can stop penalty fees, avoid liens, levies, or other hostile measures by the IRS. Call the tax group right now at 800-792-4730. The tax group will provide you with the maximum protection afforded by law. I got behind on my taxes and owed $48,000. I didn't know what to do. I called and they got my bill lowered to just $3,500. I owed $87,000 in taxes and it was scary. I got the amount I owed down to just $3,500. I saved $83,500. If you owe money to the IRS, don't wait another day. Call 800-792-4730 right now before the IRS enforces liens, levies, and other aggressive measures. The call and consult are absolutely free. Call now. Call 800-792-4730. It's National Poetry Month. Very nice. I went to get my file of poems because there's one in there I, I definitely wanted. And it turns out I grabbed the wrong file. Oh. And it's at home. <clears throat> what I have instead are um, a selection of poems that I wrote in 2011. You wrote mm-hmm. your, your own poetry. Yeah. Are you ready? I'm going to read two of them to you. What year is this? 2011. Oh, man. There once was a man with a Coke who was funny and cool, a good bloke. He wanted to lose some weight, but the fuse of the drink made his diet a joke. So the man turned to drinks that were diet, and he made his detractors all quiet. He stayed with the drink, and that made people think that he'd changed, which was really a riot. For John Hall is a man with a tooth that is sweet and has been since youth. But we love him as is, even with all the fizz. Because it's Coke. It's not like it's vermouth. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that's a pretty good poem. Not because I even mentioned in it. Okay, here's another one. Very nice. John Hall has a rotator cuff that acts up because he's not quite as buff as he was years ago. But he still has to mow his yard, which really is rough. But John Hall, he won't go to see a doctor, even without a fee. He prefers to just moan, suffer and groan, and talk about it each day to me. (laughs) Well, you'll be glad to know that I did go to the doctor. I had surgery and fixed that rotator cuff. I didn't know that I wrote so many poems to you, Very good. Excellent. I really appreciate Mm -hmm. it, Kath. Very nice. All right. National Poetry Month uh, featuring today, Kathy Emmons. Good job, Kath. Hey, thanks for being with us. The podcast is up and running after we leave the air 
Have yourself a pleasant evening, and uh, don't forget to say your bedtime prayers, or any of your prayers. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group.